you know, go to Twitter right now and and look for the or look for the NFT space, look for the apes, look for the this, look for the that. And it's just it's new, it's different. It when I got my ape, I was welcomed by so many different apes and it was the most surreal experience I've ever had. Hey, what's going on? I hope you are well and are having a good week as always. Uh, so on this episode of the Welcome to the Metaverse podcast, I chat to Jordi, aka Quebblecop, a YouTuber with 15 million subscribers and six and a half billion views on his channel. He's created a content empire, has a video game company, and has now moved into the NFT space. He's lining up to launch a pretty incredible platform called Launch My NFT. Now we talk about it more on the show, but essentially it lets you create and randomize your own 10,000 edition NFT collection on your own smart contract in minutes. It's definitely a project to keep a very close eye on. Jordi was super nice, super smart, and has some amazing insight into the future of the metaverse in this episode. Uh, so it was brilliant to have him on. And thanks for your continued support on the show. As always, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Metaverse Luke. And if you want regular updates on the NFT projects I am watching closely, head over to my Substack, metaverseluke.substack.com. All the links are in the show notes. And finally, as always, Nothing on this podcast is financial or investment advice. Always do your own research. And with that said, let's get into this week's episode. Jordi, really great to have you on the show. I'm super excited for this chat. So thank you for doing this. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course. I think it's going to be an awesome chat because you're in an amazing position, both as a extremely successful content creator, um, gamer, blockchain dev, um, to sort of paint a picture of the future of the metaverse from your side. So it's going to be a cool chat for sure. Uh, let's start at the beginning, though. We'll just sort of um, paint the picture for everyone. Yes. Could you tell us your story of how you created a content empire, really? And you now have a YouTube channel with an incredible 15 million subscribers. So uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your story. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you. Um, so I started about nine years ago. It was a little bit of a hobby. Uh, and um, I told my mom, I'm like, mom, I want to become a YouTuber. She goes, Jordy, you're crazy. Don't do it, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the whole spiel. She told me to go to university, become a doctor. I eventually uh, just decided to uh, pursue my passion. And I'm glad I did. And um, that's when uh, that's when everything took off. Uh, everything has just been fun and great since then. Just just making a bunch of videos. Um, and throughout the years, I decided to build teams and 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 really uh, uh, go and figure out ways on how, how how to do this with other people. And I started a few other channels. I started managing other YouTubers, and and that's really grown into a big. Uh, YouTube empire. I started a gaming company, a real estate company on the side, and then more recently, a, a crypto NFT uh, project, which hopefully turns into full-fledged company too soon yeah yeah that's wild good on you because uh you know i know how hard that is to make content regularly and keep that standard up and keep that quality and stuff so yeah and congrats on on Thank all you. of it because it is really really amazing <laughs> and your videos are um awesome they're legendary because they're so like really engaging they're so fun they're so well made such high quality so what are a couple of your kind of favorite videos just to uh give uh, my audience a taste of the kind of thing you do so the favorite videos that I've done is, uh, um, you know, just uh, doing crazy things inside of video games. So, uh, uh, you know, grab your most popular game, let's say a Minecraft, and just saying, what's the most crazy thing you can do there? Uh, and uh, I, and that's what I that's what I did. So like mining like a million blocks with my fans. Just just that's it, right? 
that was a really fun video or just having good times with my friends in these video games to really uh, get people to uh, to know you a little bit and and uh, participate in this journey uh, that you're making yeah absolutely there's a, there's an awesome squid games one which i enjoyed very much where it's uh playing all around the squid games and we'll get into that a little bit later because i think that is so crucial to the metaverse and kind of the content of the future is going to all it's all related so we'll chat a bit more about that in a second i wanted to ask just briefly as well when you're producing videos because you're doing daily videos and they're all at this really really high level and um you know why do you think your videos resonate so well with your audience and yeah are so successful because it's it's like you've kind of uh, cracked the code of of how to make this content yeah yeah, well, uh, my my uh, whole philosophy since the start has been uh, make videos that people want to click on and make people uh, make videos people want to watch. So uh, it's been a lot of studying the data and figuring out what are the things that get people to click, what are the things that keep people watching, and and what are things they don't want to click on, and what are things they don't want to see. And 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 that really has been the success to really figure out what do people want, what do they really want. Is it is it uh, uh, um, you know just a, just a fun little brother they can talk to, or are we really talking about specifics, uh, um, specific tricks to keep people watching? Because you know what they want really, and just keep on giving them that, right? I think that's what really made my my channel blow up, um, and 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 realizing that it's more of a science rather than. Uh, just uh, randomly guessing. Interesting. Yeah, that's good to hear for sure. Um, and let's let's kind of cross over into NFTs in the metaverse in this world because I don't know if you agree, but from a kind of like macro perspective, from a kind of zoomed out perspective, and what I've witnessed is that the rise of of YouTubers and online content in that way is quite a similar trend to what is happening with kind of crypto and blockchain and the NFT space, right? Like when YouTubers first were a thing and would start making content like you did kind of you know, nine, 10 years ago, people were like, like the sort of legacy TV and media initially laughed at it. And I remember, cause I'm from a more traditional TV background, people were telling me kind of not to do that and TV wouldn't take it seriously. And then they realized, you know, the, the, the internet couldn't be stopped and those legacy platforms couldn't be the gatekeepers to content anymore. And, and now YouTubers like yourself have much bigger audiences than TV. So in my mind, the kind of the way that YouTube disrupted content is the same way that blockchain and crypto uh, ha has already disrupted kind of legacy finance and now NFTs are disrupting every other industry really. So do you see those kind of trends, those parallels? Yeah, blockchain is really disrupting society in a whole, right? And and for the better, it is fighting corruption. Uh, we're fighting the central banks. Um, we're, we're aiming for transparency. Uh, we uh, it, it'll be more about the people and less about uh, uh, the man in power that managed to manipulate him, himself to the top. Uh, and that's what I really like about the decentralization, uh, about DAOs, about, uh, you know, the apps. Um, anything there is is a win-win for society. I think it's it's what uh, um, what we envisioned an ultimate democracy to look like. It's a it's a society by the people rather than one person controlling the society who the people chose. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, it goes far bigger than kind of all of this stuff, doesn't it? Uh, what kind of first got you into crypto? Where, when was the moment that you kind of realized all those things and and first started looking into this space alongside all the content? Yeah. So back in 2012, I, I was told about about um, Bitcoin, right? <laughs> Bitcoin's a bubble. That's what everyone said. I said, oh, okay, cool. And then I saw the price shoot up and I was like, wow, 
Um, I I first was introduced with Dogecoin. Were you? Okay. Yeah, I bought my Dogecoin on, on Reddit and uh, I was there when they sponsored a NASCAR car. This is OG Dogecoin. <laughs> um, and then later on, I, I got in, uh, I got some Bitcoin myself, got some Ethereum myself. Um, and, 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 and even later than that, like I picked up too many coins. I, I've, every, everything you can, you can name I've, 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 uh, probably owned, um, and more recently the NFT space. And, uh, for the longest time I've, I've been wanting to really make an impact in the space, but it was always, uh, you know, too technical. Like I'm not a programmer. And then now with these NFTs, it's much more, uh, uh readable, right. For, for. Uh, it's a lot, a lot more accessible for for a lot of people, um, and especially with the metaverse, uh, 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 you know, and the gaming metaverse coming up and gaming NFTs. I said, okay, this is this is my cue. I gotta enter. I have a video game company. I gotta. I've been playing games for the last nine years. I've been entertaining people, and I know about crypto. It's like, okay, my track record is there, guys. I can show you. It's it's all public domain. <laughs> you guys have probably watched my videos. I need to jump in on this and I need to help out somehow. And that's really what my, my driving force is. My purpose here is like, I want to accelerate the growth to this metaverse. The matrix is what I call it, right? Where, you know, the ultimate form of entertainment where you plug yourself in and you get beamed up uh, uh, like crazy. And that's just, that's just where we're going. That's just, that's just the future. Yeah, and so it's all those things combining, really, isn't it? Which is why I think this space is so exciting. And for you, like you say, with that gaming background, that content background, being able to entertain, and then also understanding the kind of OG crypto level of stuff, it all just comes together. And and it's been interesting watching, you know, initially you had to have some interest in understanding uh, of finance and these coins and what that all meant. And then NFTs kind of made it visual. And then gaming it's natural for, you know, that is the biggest entertainment industry in the world and people intuitively are going to get that right because it's fun. So it's like an amazing moment, I think, like you say, that we're in. And how big is this disruption in your opinion, right? Because we've just seen some amazing stuff over the last 12 months. Most like recently, Universal Music sign Kingship, this virtual yep. band made up of three bored apes and one mutant ape. Disney just announced Disney Plus is becoming a metaverse. Barbados has an embassy in Decentraland. Uh, even the Staples Center is rebranded to the Crypto.com Arena, right? All this crazy stuff's happening. So do you think this is a lot bigger even now than people are really understanding? I, I think we're still just at the beginning. I think we're we're just getting started here. And uh, these are just some some big, uh, uh, big moves being made by a few big players uh, but we're still miles away from mass adaptation. Um, it, the barrier to entry is, is very complex. It's very hard to get into this whole crypto uh, world, this whole crypto universe. But uh, um, crypto, well, blockchain, it's, it's tackling one uh, uh, you know, industry after another. We've, we've gone over banking, we've gone over finance, and it, crypto has revolutionized that space. Banks are going to be obsolete, uh, you know, some payment providers are going to be obsolete in a few years from now. It's all crypto. Even investing, uh, um, it's much more profitable to just get an ape or to start staking your Ethereum or any other coin than any other uh, investment out there. And it's much easier too. It's much easier to get into once you, once you have the right uh, understanding of the space. And the same thing is going to happen with gaming. The gaming games are going to be uh, ten times better, bigger. Uh, more beautiful, uh, more accessible. We're talking a uh, play to earn is coming up. 
Uh, imagine playing your favorite game as a kid, but actually getting paid a good amount of money to play it. Well, now your mom's never going to tell you to stop playing video games, right? And that's one of my biggest issues I had growing <laughs> yeah. up. So I'm like, that would have been so beautiful <laughs> when I was a kid. So now all these kids are going to grow up with that. And that is just one uh, big form of entertainment. Much more uh, to come, right? Uh, and, and, and we're really building societies in, in, a, in a digital world, especially now with covid how are you going to get a little bit of your, uh, uh, you know, how, how, how are your kids going to earn money uh, for their first little jobs when uh, everything's closed? They can't go work at the McDonald's because the McDonald's is closed or whatever, right? So, um, you know, play to earn, great for, 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 for that in the Western world. And then for in the less developed world, this is also a massive, massive, massive escape. Um you know, people who don't have jobs and, and need to pay the bills or who live in countries that um, like Venezuela, they can go and play games and for a living. And that's just huge. And that is just one part, uh, uh, you know, NFTs and gaming and the metaverse would, would, would touch on. That's just brushing the surface. There's so much more. Yeah, yeah, we are right at the uh, beginning of all of this. And I can't wait until those conversations with kids and parents where they're making loads of money playing games. And they're like, yeah, I'm just I'm going to do this because well, the parents are going to be like, you go play those games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go outside. Like, no, go play games. Uh, it'll probably flip the other way, right? Yeah. Pay to watch or, uh, <laughs> or earn to watch or whatever is going to happen, too. So, yeah, uh, uh, you know, where you just watch and browse and, and get paid for that. It's like, wow, how, how, how is that even possible? It's yeah, beautiful. It's very very cool isn't it um i wanted to ask as well in terms of like um the future of content really like how do you see that playing out because at the minute we are you know generally watch stuff quite passively right we'll put on netflix and we'll watch a show when i watch your squid game video and for anyone who hasn't seen that i definitely recommend you go and check it out um it's in gta 5 but it's it's a whole rebuild of the squid games games and you're playing with somebody else and it's really fun to watch and it's really cool uh so you know i kind of think with netflix getting into gaming do you think the future of content is going to be that we'll watch a show yeah maybe passively but then they'll have a gaming world that you can go and play play with your friends immediately afterwards and you'll be able to actually play squid games like that but it may be immersively and that kind of thing it's 100 percent possible yes totally uh yeah i don't see why why they wouldn't do it it the the only barrier to entry there is if it's a corporate uh if it's if it's owned by a big corporation um it requires a ridiculous amount of of, of manpower big teams a lot of investments to get into it and um uh, the power behind all these crypto spaces is that it's often open source. You know, you got these these hobbyists, right? Like there's a reason Wikipedia is the biggest. It's not because Wikipedia pays anyone. No, it's because this is people who want to contribute. So for these big corporations to uh, start competing with these, uh, you know, metaverses, I'm like, there's no way. Like Facebook, there's no way, guys, because you're going up against hobbyists who are passionate about this who know how much they are worth uh, rather than wanting to work for a big corporation. And then you have things like DAOs, uh, decentralized autonomous organizations, who are just going to be destroying every single business out there. So uh, it, it's, it's a little bit of a, a strange uh, route to take if you're a big corporation to try and fight crypto. It's much better to just give in and say, listen, this revolution is going to happen either sooner or later. I better get in on this as quickly as possible. And I kind of respect Facebook 
uh, or Meta for doing that and embracing that uh, they're going to be losing this battle. But hey, at least they're trying, right? And, and you know, Netflix of gaming, buddy, like you're too late. We're on the next chapter. If you're not talking about your games being NFTs and supporting NFTs, and you're looking to launch within the next two years, you're out. Mm. Like this is this is Netflix is doing the exact same thing right now. What, what's happening here is what ha what made Netflix big in the first place. These you're not gonna go and and rent a movie anymore. Okay, you're not gonna go and play a game on a service like that. No, you're you're gonna get free games, and it's all gonna be uh, metaverse driven, blockchain driven. It's all gonna be about the skin economy. It's all gonna be play to earn. If you are not thinking about that right now, then you are gonna lose within the next five years. Yeah, yeah, that's well said, and it's kind of the blockbuster Netflix thing happening again, isn't it? I think Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, offered to buy blockbuster when they were kind of going down and, and they said no and then look what happened and yeah it'll be interesting isn't it whether they adapt and who survives and, and who doesn't uh, i wanted to ask as well with your audience i'm guessing it's primarily sort of gen z age so it's um people who kind of naturally understand gaming obviously and the idea of trading skins even though that's harder to do in the current non-blockchain kind of um gated games and stuff but they understand digital assets very natively are, are your audience getting into NFTs now or because it's at the minute it's very crypto focused and it's starting to go mainstream, but generally for people who are a little bit older, what about a younger audience? Are you seeing interest from Well, the, what you're seeing with the younger audience is these kids, they're growing up with, uh, uh, you know, the coolest thing you can own being an, a, a punk or being an ape, right? It's not about a status. It's not about having a nice watch anymore. Status is not about driving a nice Lamborghini or, or having a pretty girlfriend. It's about having an ape. It's about your virtual identity. Uh, and especially because so many kids are home all the time, it's more about your virtual identity. And I'm really seeing that where, you know, these younger people are participating in Mint, picking up their NFTs, trying to get into space, looking for ways to get into the space. And um, I feel like it's my duty to, to introduce them to it and say, hey, all right, well, you're new, check this out. This is what you can achieve. This is what you can do. And uh, this here's just a glimpse of the future that we're going to be experiencing. We're going to be living in this cyber reality. Uh, and, and there's going to be many different universes there. You can, you can um, be who you want to be, right? Which is a big topic today too. You can, you can uh, um, switch roles. You can change if you want to. It's not about having uh, a one life or one identity. It's about having as many as you want. And it, it brings a bunch of beautiful freedom and that's what this new generation is all about right it's all about be who you want to be be accepted for who you want to be and um uh, that is a hundred percent possible in 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 you know with web 3.0 with this metaverse with this new reality that's being made yeah yeah 100 percent. that's the really positive side of all of this isn't it is that you can absolutely be who you want to be in and make your living on the internet, you know, do, doing whatever it is you want to do. It's, it's a pretty cool revolution that we are uh, at the beginning of. Um, I want to talk about your project as well, because you've got something really exciting uh, going on in the blockchain, in the metaverse space. Uh, tell me about Launch My NFT, because it's uh, potentially completely game-changing. Yes, yeah, so um, I, uh, I started digging into this, like launching my own NFT project. And, and uh, you know, on my on my weekends, I was like, oh, I got to do something. Like, I can't sit still. I, 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 I want to do something. I want to do something. I want to make something, right? That's what I do. I, I'm a creator. I create uh, stuff. And um, I, I came up with a cool idea. 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to make a randomly generated NFT collection. And it's going to be cars, 10,000 randomly generated cars. And I made the cars because I love, I'm great at Photoshop. Like a lot of people don't realize I love drawing and things like that. And um, I brought on some other people and we made some really cool assets. And, and, and that's, that's when I was kind of faced with the, uh, the next step. So that's step one, the art. Step two is uh, the blockchain part. So we're talking, you got to randomly generate 10,000 different NFTs. Uh, then you need to have a metadata attached to it, which all should work and should look clean. This is already pretty tricky, right? You need to create a little Python script to do this, uh, which is already one programming language you kind of got to know or, or whatever, right? Um, then you got to uh, somehow start making a smart contract and have this on the blockchain. Okay, I'm lost here, right? Is your average crypto consumer, and I'm, I'm pretty experienced. This is too much for me already. If you want to go and, and, and do Solana, like we're talking other other languages, we're talking other, other things, there's no tutorials for any of this. So good luck trying to find it. You're not going <laughs> to find it unless you go and do the research yourself. You need to understand it. No one's made a guide for it. Then once you have all of this, and we're talking, okay, Python, we, we got uh, um, Solidity, we got Rust. These are, this is, you know, languages, you're like, wow, okay, that's that's all I got to do. I just want to launch my NFT collection, man. Like, I'm just a creative person. <laughs> and then you also add, on top of this, we also add HTML. You need to have a website. And this website needs to work, be hack-proof. It needs to be able to have a wallet that can, can get connected to it. And then you finally have your mint and people can purchase your NFTs. So I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I was thinking, there's probably a website out there that does all of this for you. <laughs> and it doesn't exist. And that's when it was faced. Like, I looked at myself in the mirror and I go, oh, no, Jordy, <laughs> you've got to make this. Like, you, you, you ran into this problem. It's, it's a problem everyone's experiencing right now. It doesn't exist, the solution. <laughs> you know the people. You're an entrepreneur. You have a face. You have the connections. You have the resources. And I said, all right, I'm getting into the crypto space. So I said, okay, guys, I've been in crypto for years. Uh, I love this place. I love Dogecoin, right, whatever. And um, that's when I made this project. And uh, currently it works very well. We're launching November 30th. I don't know when this podcast is going to go live. But what it does is it compresses this uh, a step and it does it all automatically for you. So um, you just grab your NFT assets and there's like uh, 50, 50 different properties and PNGs, whatever. You chuck them in there and then you just fill out the information in basic terms, layman terms, whatever you call that, right? You just fill it out, press generate, and then boom, we do it all for you. You select your blockchain. You want to have a Solana, you want to have Ethereum, that's fine. And then out comes a minting page and you can just send whoever you want to your minting page. You can do a free mint. You can say, I'm, I'm going to fund my new uh, metaverse project and do a mint and charge 0.02 Ethereum, whatever. It's all possible and it's totally free. So all we do is we grab a little bit of commission on every successful mint um, and that's it. And, and, and it, it, you know, it's the, the most the most simple problem for the most complicated uh, a problem in, 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 in the creation of, of these randomly generated NFTs. And 
I honestly think it's going to change the space, just what we're doing alone. And I'm super curious to see uh, how this is going to help everyone out. Yeah, good on you for spotting that problem and, and solving it because that, yeah, that is going to be completely game changing because I think that is the barrier to entry for so many people, isn't it? There's so many creatives out there. Some of them are crypto native and being able to manage to do it on their own. But for a lot of people, they've got great ideas. They want to do cool stuff, but they haven't been able to do those those things. So your platform is going to enable that. So yeah, that's going to be wild when that launches on the 30th of November. So just to talk you through it really quickly, step by step. So how, when you're obviously, if you're creating a, for example, 10,000 uh, NFC collectible series, you have, do you have a base image and then do you need to have the individual traits and then you add all of those in and then it will randomize you and it will randomize that and produce it for you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't necessarily need a base image, uh, but often uh, people do have base images. Um, so for example, you say, okay, one layer is the, the body, right? or the, uh, the, the, the face. Um, and then you can have a layer, uh, of, let's say six different versions of the mouth, right? So now if you render it out, you have six different possibilities. And then you say, cool, um, we wanna have 10 different uh, hairstyles. So now it goes times 10, right? And, and then you say, okay, well, not just 10 different hairstyles. I also want to have 10 different shirts. So it goes another times 10 in possibilities and 10, di and, and 10 different earrings. So it goes times 10 again. So oh, or 60,000 or whatever. And then you say, I want to have a hundred different backgrounds, right? So now we're at a, a 600,000 uh, different possibilities for these NFTs. And then you go, okay, but I want to have eyebrows that are, are randomly generated too, and the nose and, and the, the skin color, right? Like, or the fur color is what the, what the board apes have. Um, and maybe an extra accessory. And now you're at 100 million different possibilities. Um, and all that's required is just a, a few um, properties. And, and that's the beauty of it. You just need a little bit of a little bit of uh, a bit of, of properties result in a ridiculous amount of uh, uh, combinations. And we even have a built-in rarity uh, tools, right? So what rarity tools does, uh, it's currently very big. If you if you mint your NFT or if you have an NFT, you can go and see how rare it is out of these ten thousand. So you can go, well, I got the most rare one out of the ten thousand. But it takes like a week before you get it, and people need to apply for it. We just have it built into our platform because we know when stuff's getting minted, what the rarity is, because we just have algorithms running before the mint is even live. That's like, for us, it's not, not a problem at all. We've tackled so many more complicated issues. This is like, uh, just sure, it'll take like two days, right, to make. So the moment you mint, you automatically know, oh, mine's like rank 100 out of 10,000. And uh, uh, so not only are we making the um, hosting the mint super easy for people, uh, you know, and them creating their collection, but we're making the customer experience so much better. We have anti-rug pull uh, features in there. Currently, a lot of rug pulls are happening. People's wallets getting hacked, like fees being thrown up in the middle of a mint. We we have it so these things can't happen because we create the smart contract for you. And then there's a few a few things you cannot touch. You own the smart contract, but we have them burned in. You cannot change them on our website. So we even guarantee that no hard rug pulls are even possible. And, and, and these are just some very ambitious claims, but it's all possible. It's all, it's all uh, on the blockchain. We can share the smart contracts. You can see how it works. And um, I, just wanna make, I just wanted to make the space a lot bigger and better and cooler and 
you know, everyone telling me about how it's bad for the environment. I'm like, no, it's not. Read the studies and, and, and the scams. I'm like, cool. Yeah, you're right with the scams. Cool. Let me fix that for you guys real quick. Like, <laughs> sure. Well, I've launched my NFT and having scams on there is impossible because the systems we have in place make it so anything getting launched is scam proof, right? Uh, what they do with the money afterwards, that's none of our business. That's up to them. But up to that point, we would guarantee you, you're going to get an NFT that is going to keep its profile picture. It's not going to be disappearing, right? And and any any problem that the, the community has in this space, we're looking to tackle it one by one by one by one, just to make the entire experience more fun, more accessible, and, and, and just easier for people to uh, uh, to participate in. Yeah, I love that. That is the beauty of blockchain. It's all there for everyone to see. So anyone can go and look at that stuff. And that was my next question, which you um, briefly mentioned there. Obviously, like if you launch a, a NFT series on OpenSea, OpenSea own the contract there. That's their smart contract. With, with you, how does that work? Is that... Oh, yes, of course. We hate that. <laughs> we say, no, OpenSea, don't do that. This is about decentralization. <laughs> If you launch your collection on OpenSea, they, in theory, own it, right? It's 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 on their smart contract, whatever, right? It's labeled OpenSea instead of labeled what you're labeled, right? So we say, no, that's not our philosophy. We're here since the crypto beginnings, right? Me and my founding members. We know what the people want. They want decentralization. So So we say, cool, that's yours. That's all yours. We even branded yours. Your name's on there. You can, we can, we're even going to add your logo on there, right? On the smart contract. Like, this is all yours. And, and, and even uh, the images you upload, we're storing it on a decentralized database. So you cannot access it even as the creator. So you cannot say, I'm going to change things afterwards, right? And, and, and no one knows um, which NFT they're going to get. So we're not going to, we're not revealing the metadata until the reveal has happened for everyone. So we even make it so it's impossible for everyone to, uh, uh, um, it, like it's the most fair place out there. It doesn't get more fair than this. And that's how we design all of this. We know what the people want and we're giving it to the people. And, and that's why I'm like, this is going to revolutionize the space. Someone's going to come from my throat and someone's going to try <laughs> to compete with us. And please come over, do it, let's go. Because it's only gonna make the space better, and I'm ready. I'm 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 set. I got a great team I'm working with, and 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 we're just gonna get this. We're gonna get this ball rolling. Uh, you know, I always say this is just a start of the bull run. You wait. You wait until a million NFTs pop up a day, right? And some of them are just revolutionary. Um, so, so yeah, that's my, that's, that's what we're doing. Yes. I love it, man. That's so good that you're building for the space as well. And you encourage the competition and yeah, just want to make it better. And like, and, and you're exactly right with like some of the big projects that uh, obviously it's been loads of amazing things that have happened, but then also there's been these issues where people have got, uh, you know, reserved rare ones for certain people working on the project and all of those things can't happen here. Impossible, impossible, impossible. Because, because you need to mint on our minting page. And then there's 10,000, but it's random. No one knows. No one knows which one of those 10,000 you're going to get, right? So those things, we uh, um, we prevent them from happening because any problem you got, we have a counter for, right? Because that's how the space is going to advance. Any annoyance, anything you're like, oh, I hate that. We're like, cool, write it down. How can we tackle this? Oh, that's easy. Okay, bam. Tackle it, tackle it, tackle it. With raffles, for example, you've seen it in the past, right? Where everyone gets these raffles 
and then uh, uh, the devs will go and check out which of these raffles has a high rarity because they have access to the metadata and, and no one else does. Impossible, impossible, because we won't reveal the metadata to anyone uh, until it's done, right? Uh, so if you decide, hey, I want to do a raffle, no one gets the metadata. No one gets it until it is done. Any, any other issues, any other problems you've been looking at in space? Because I, I think I got them all covered. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, like, no, because we've, we've seen that stuff happen before, which is, uh, uh, yeah, you've you've uh, had a good comeback to that, which obviously you have solved. So that's amazing. Yeah, and I just, I, like you say, like what happens after that is you can't you can't control that. So uh, yeah, it's going to be an amazing platform to see what people can do. And like with all technology, it's a tool, isn't it? So people can use it how they want to use it. And uh, yeah, you're going to see some amazing stuff come out of it, which I'm excited for. So very, very cool. And it launches on the 30th of November. So it's just going to go live. Have you got have you got a time where it's going to go live or, or not yet? Uh, we don't really know just yet. Uh, we're, we might even launch before the 30th, who knows? Uh, but uh, that's our deadline and that's when we're going to go live for sure. Um, we will see. We'll probably just go, oh, cool, we're live now. And then everyone can just go to the place. Um, yeah, easy. <laughs> that's going to be an interesting uh, next few months. And I love the stage that you're doing it in the cycle as well, because it's going to be boo, boo, boo yeah. time, isn't it? It's going to be crazy. Um, all right. So I wanted to, uh, yeah, kind of uh, head to wrapping up. But what are you most kind of excited for about in the future of this whole space? Um, obviously, what you're building is awesome. But it, when you get excited about this space, what, what are you kind of looking to next? Yeah, so 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 the, so the purpose of, of why I started this um and why I launched my NFT really is uh, for, uh, you know, to, to accelerate the growth uh, 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 of, of the metaverse, right? The metaverse is here already, but uh, it's not as cool as we want it to be. We, we want it to be VR, AR, like e even full body reality, fully immersive reality, like the Matrix, right? That's where I want to get to by the end of my life. Before, I want to be a grandpa that's on a private island fighting criminals. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get I get sucked into the matrix, and then I go and fight crime. Whatever, do whatever I want to do. So, so for that to be for that to be achievable, um, we're currently in the this stage where we're we're building the building blocks. We're building the foundation, right? Like, uh, um, you know, Ethereum is this all encompassing thing that connects all of it, uh, all of this, and. Uh, in all honesty, currently, it's definitely one of the uh, most superior blockchains out there. But I definitely love all these other ones around it too, right? And then on top of uh, on top of these blockchains, we're gonna have uh, the NFTs, and 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 the NFTs are really the the bricks. The NFTs are gonna be the bricks of your house. They're gonna be the flowers in your garden, right? When you pick up a flower in someone's garden in the future, that's gonna be an NFT. Right, that's most likely going to be randomly generated, and that's really what we're trying to do too—to really help this world be built. And then the next layer is we need to have a, a new layers of reality. So there's some great projects like the Central Land Sandbox, Wilder Worlds, uh, and many, many, many more uh, that are really focusing on uh, creating this, uh, this, this, this new version of reality. So I'm super curious to see where that's going to go, and and I think we're going to really. Uh, see uh, uh, beautiful versions of that probably in the next bull run. Uh, I think this one is still still yet to happen. Um, and then we're going to enter a bear market and that's when all these projects die out and the, the strong ones really survive, right? And then the next the next time in three, four years, that's when we'll, we'll go, wow. 
okay, I get it. I have a Lamborghini in real life, but I also got one in the metaverse now. And I'm going to go to parties in the metaverse because that's way cooler. <laughs> I'm going to put my AR glasses on and I'm going to look around and my friends are apes. You know, I'm going to have some punks over there. And and the new flex is is not having the newest, the coolest shoes in the real world. No, it's all about comfort in the real world. But then you have the virtual world, which is all about, uh, uh, you know, whichever NFTs you've got. And, and if you're getting into the space now, you're early. You're very early. Um, people still have to catch on. The big brands still have to catch on. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's inspiring. It's inspiring to be, be a part of this. Um, and it's, it's, uh, what I want to do is I want to be the one that, that really helps this space out, that says, okay, that matrix, right? And, and it, that's just such a better name than metaverse because meta is now Facebook. I'm like, no, get out of here. I'm calling it the matrix. <laughs> um, the matrix is the coolest form of entertainment possible, period. It, 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 especially um, the po everything is possible there. You can run businesses there. You can have friends there. You can have relationships uh, there. You can, you can live your life there and your life there can be better than your life in the real, real world. And some people say, oh, that's so dystopian to, to say. And I'm like, buddy, I've been raised with the internet. I grew up on Skype calls, you know, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Call of Duty, Xbox Live, voice chat. That was my life. My friends, I didn't have many friends here in Amsterdam. I had them all over the world. Like we would play games together. It's lovely. It's great. It's some of the, the some of the best people ever I've met while playing video games. And 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 that's just a a, a glimpse once again of of the the future that is possible. Having to go to school will be so much easier too for so many people all over the world. We're talking education accessible to everyone. We're talking jobs accessible to everyone in a virtual environment. And if they want, they can leave this virtual environment and also live in this form of reality, or they can go into a different reality. And, and uh, yeah, the metaverse really is all these different pockets that are now, uh, uh, you know, this, this web of different pockets and, and it's all growing now. And it's just, it's uh, what a time to be alive is all I can say. What a time to be alive. Absolutely, yeah. It's an amazing time. And I love how you paint that picture of a positive future because we've talked about it on the show many times where like, you know, people's natural thing, I think just as humans is to look out for threats, right? And look at the fear of all this stuff. But like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, how amazing has the internet been in so many ways in this first really early layer and we're about to kind of layer onto reality all these other amazing things and the physical world will become part of, you know, other virtual worlds. And yeah, if you want to return to that, like now, if you want to unplug and you want to read a book, that's great. That's awesome. And, and you're not forced to do it. That's the beauty of it. Go and do it if you'd like, but just know that place is going to be a lot cooler than where you are right now. <laughs> and this is coming from someone who already has an amazing life. I got everything I could wish for, right? But I'm like, that place is going to be so much cooler. And it already is. You know, go to Twitter right now and, and look, for the, or look for the NFT space. Look for the apes. Look for the this. Look for the that. And it's just, it's new. It's different. It, when I got my ape, I was uh, welcomed by so many different apes. And it was the most surreal experience I've ever had. I met up with two apes today. And it's just, we got a businessman from Germany who's like, I would have never met this guy in my life, but we shared the fact that we had apes. And I met these other young entrepreneurs because they had apes too. I'm like, wow, 
And that's just the start. They're so, all the smart people in the world right now are setting their eyes on building this, right? And if you're not looking at it yourself, if you're not excited about it, then you're in the wrong place. You're, you're going to be, you're the one that says the internet is lame, right? Like that's that person who, who, who you're going to be. And I don't think anyone wants to be the, the guy that says the internet's lame, right? You know what? You want to grow up and go, you know, back in 1999 at the option of purchasing Amazon uh, stocks. And I said, no, thank you um, because I don't believe in e-commerce, right? And then you, you would, everyone would laugh at you nowadays, right? That's where we are right now. We're way before the dot-com bubble. This is just the beginning. Yeah, and there, and there is opportunity everywhere. So it's uh, you're not too late. You know, it's it, we are right at the beginning. Uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you as uh, as well is there is there any projects that you're looking at now? Because people coming new to the space, we look at apes and amazing. You kind of seen that success, and and you can project where that's going, and it's incredible. Um, there is that feeling of like people missing out and wanting to be involved somehow, but a lot of stuff is out of reach now. So is there anything that you're kind of looking at that you're like, ah, oh, no, there's there's going to be new opportunities and new NFTs and new projects that, um, yeah, that you're excited about. Well, I'm just, I'm sorry to shill again, but that's actually a problem we're really looking to tackle too, to make it easy for people to discover new projects and to have an NFT calendar uh, and a rating system for like the odds of this one selling out and the, uh, you know, the amount of people that are hyped for it. But um, uh, yeah, sorry, that's more launch my NFT shilling. But uh, uh, some projects I'm looking out for right now, I have a few buddies who are uh, um, going to be like their artists getting into the randomly generated NFT space. I'm really looking forward to seeing artists do randomly generated NFTs rather than one of ones. I'm also stupidly excited for big gaming companies to do randomly generated skins that you can use in their game, but also supported in other games. We're talking Ready Player One now. I think that's going to be huge. Um, and as stand alone, I have a, there's a dragon mint next, uh, is it next week? I don't really know what the project's called, but it's like these dragons. It should be coming out on, on Tuesday. That's probably already when this podcast, uh, it hasn't gone live yet. Who knows? But, um, yeah, no, I'm just, it, but it moves so fast. The space moves so quickly. So I'm more, more talking general terms. Um, yeah, I want to see more dragons. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Just as a general rule, more, yeah. more dragons is better, I think. More dragons, um, yeah. Awesome. All right, I know uh, you're very busy, so uh, we, we, we've got to wrap up, but where can we send people to check out your amazing content and also go and shill, uh, launch my NFT again because it is going to change the game? I suggest uh, a Twitter is my crypto space, so at Cup or at LaunchMyNFT. Um, that's the place to be, uh, 100%. And uh, anything metaverse, NFT, crypto related, that's where... Uh, that's where I uh, that's where I tackle all the problems. And any feedback is always welcome. We just want to make this the best place ever. Love it. Love your energy, your positivity, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing that. And good luck with with the launch. Launch my NFT. It's gonna be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So there we go. Great to have Jordy, aka Quebble Cop, on the show. Uh, launch my NFT sounds genuinely uh, amazing and really, really interesting, and just a fascinating insight into the metaverse in general. And I think it's always good to hear from someone who is fully internet native as well, who's made their career from posting content online, uh, even when it was odd and people thought it was weird. I just had to, uh, you know, embrace it ahead of time. I think we're in a very similar moment to when kind of YouTube started in terms of it looking kind of weird and, and brands are starting to dip their toe in but not fully committed yet. Um, but that is a good thing because that means we are very early and uh, this is a much 
bigger fundamental movement into the future of the entire internet so amazing time uh, as always to be involved and thank you so much for your support on the show do reach out at metaverse luke on twitter and metaverseluke.substack.com for the nft newsletter i have a brilliant rest of your week and i will see you for the next episode 